Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I love it when the plot thickens. (laughs) I love it when... What seems like a relatively benign story finds legs and new life, and we put fuel on the fire. (laughs) If you were with us on our last show, and I would say probably the last hour and a half maybe was when we got down into the weeds, the plot thickens, Justin Tucker versus Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey Get it while it's hot. I feel like TMZ around in here. <laughs> anyway, it's funny. It's perfect for the hump show. Patrick Mahomes is now giving his side of the story after one Justin Tucker gave us his version of the events leading up to the AFC championship. I got to tell you, as much as some of you may poo-poo it, uh, one guy even wanted to know on our Facebook page why I was laughing when it wasn't funny. (laughs) Uh, You may not think it's funny. I think it's hysterical. (laughs) Patrick does too, actually. Uh, But either way, because I got more response to this little drama than I did pretty much anything else. (laughs) Oh, no, we got a lot of responses about Tom Brady too. He's trying on his broadcasting chops I'm telling you. Also, something weird that I saw regarding the financial impact. Now, this is a big deal. The financial impact of Taylor Swift on the Chiefs. It. I don't know how you measure that. So maybe you all can help me. We'll We'll go through it and we'll kind of pick it apart. But the financial impact, and while I do not agree with any of you, who try to tell me, and there are a select few of you, who try to tell me that the NFL rigged the Chiefs being back in the Super Bowl because Taylor Swift will get them more headlines or the fact that she's dating Travis Kelsey will get them more headlines. Right, The NFL doesn't actually need the headlines for the Super Bowl. The NFL needs the headlines for anything else, but definitely not the Super Bowl. Where, you know, only 40, uh, let's see, it was the number of 450,000 people are heading to Vegas to work the Super Bowl or attend the Super Bowl. The money that comes in is billions of dollars. Uh, Why does the NFL need, the NFL and CBS need Taylor Swift when they're already charging out the nose for 30-second ads? Trust me, if the NFL needed her for anything, it would not be the Super Bowl. But it is comical how people react to it. Uh, and just the fact that I I have no idea why she's controversial. None whatsoever. Carrie Underwood, I don't even really know if she was dating Tony Romo or not. But for a while, she would go to the games uh, before he got married, before Carrie got married. And 
she would get shown and it was no big deal. Jessica Simpson, same thing, though. She got blamed for Romo playing poorly. Uh, Giselle was on camera almost every time Brady was playing a big game. Why is it all of a sudden different for Taylor Swift? Uh, not How about this one? And I, I don't understand why people don't complain about this, although I really don't think you should complain about it at all. But what's the difference between Taylor Swift and Simone Biles? Simone Biles is married to Jonathan Owens of the Green Bay Packers. She's on camera. Every time I see a game that she's actually attending, she's on camera. They show them pregame where they're having a, a smooch or a hug. Nobody seems to have any problem with Simone Biles being on camera. And why would you? First of all, she's famous. She's accomplished. She's known by her face. You don't need to identify her. And she's happy for her, in this case, husband. In Taylor's case, boyfriend. I don't get why it makes people so angry. Who cares? It's really not that big of a deal. It's actually humorous. At the beginning, of course, there was the whole, is this real? Is it fake? Well, now that we know it's real, I mean, they're they're on camera. It, actually, I don't know if you've seen the video. It's part of Inside the NFL where they release the audio tracks from the big games. In this case, it'll be championship weekend. Uh, Taylor is waiting for Travis on the field, and he's got a kind of a security guard slash bouncer who's trying to clear the way for him so he can get to Taylor and congratulate her, or congr- be congratulated, sorry. And on the on the, the camera, on camera, on the uh, microphone, you can hear him say, Tay, I'm going to go celebrate with the guys, okay? And she's like, I love you. No, he says, I love you. She says, I love you too. He's like, so much. There's something else in there. So much or so much that it hurts or I don't know, so much. I'll find the audio, whatever. But he expresses how much he loves her. And she says, I've never been so proud of anyone ever. I mean, why? Oh, he says so much. It's not even funny. Sorry. Even if the relationship doesn't last, what's the big deal? Are people not allowed to be in love? (laughs) Are people not allowed to have relationships? And for a second, and, and I'm not saying that my situation is anything like theirs, but I do know that it's not easy as a semi public figure to find a genuine relationship. I ran into this for years. Again, someone as X-level celebrity as me, right? The word celebrity doesn't even apply to me. When people say that to me, I laugh out loud. But I am a public figure. And I had guys make bets with their friends that they couldn't get a date with me or couldn't get my number. I had multiple guys pretend to be someone they were not only to for me to find out, like promise me, oh, a trip here, let's do this or blah, blah. I'll meet you and then find out it was all completely a sham. Um, I I was uber cautious too, and I still got the wool pulled over my eyes multiple times. Wanting to believe that someone out there or that people wouldn't be like that, but that someone out there might actually see me for me. Not to mention for years, if I met people outside of my line of work, once they found out what I did for a living, the number of times I just never heard from the guy again, I mean, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. It was like clockwork the second the guy found out what I did for a living and Googled me. Or the opposite. 
I would meet guys in the business who were either jealous or just thought like, oh, super cool. I'll date Amy Lawrence or I'll hang out with Amy Lawrence and it'll help my career. Again, sounds crazy, right? Because who would actually do that? Except, again, as someone who is not even remotely famous, who's not even remotely on the level of renown as Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, wanting to believe that there was someone out there for me, I had to go through a lot of shams and a lot of guys who were not what they said that they were simply because they thought it would be super cool to somehow connect with Amy Lawrence. I mean, I waited a really long time to find the right husband. I waited a really long time to find someone who could see me for me and not for my job or wasn't intimidated or scared off by my job or whatever they might think of my job. And so I can't even imagine what it's like to be Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and try to find the right partner. Think about the number of people that only want to have their brush with fame, the number of people who think, oh, they're rich, I could be rich too, the number of people who will do pretty much anything they possibly can to somehow make that connection or sidle alongside or, I mean, come on, posers and fakers and hangers on. There's no way anyone on the planet doesn't know who Taylor Swift is in terms of possible dates. And Travis Kelsey's getting up there too because of his podcast, because of his football success, obviously now because of Taylor. These guys can't go anywhere without people recognizing them, wanting a piece of them. Trust me, that makes dating extremely difficult. You have no idea for the longest time whether it's authentic or genuine or real or what they say to you is true. I lived it for a long time. As a female in this business, people used to say to me all the time, oh, you must be guys left and right. Well, there was truth to that, yes. So I'm happy for them. Who cares, really? I hope that they end up married and have a bunch of babies. If that means they're both happy, why not? What is it to anybody else? Who cares? And so just the whole idea of people getting ticked off because she's on TV 40 seconds out of every game. Somebody did the math. Producer Jay, that's nuts. Somebody actually went back and counted the number of seconds that she was on camera during the AFC Championship. It's obsession. It is obsession for some reason. And I don't understand it. You don't have to love her music. You don't have to think she's a great performer. You don't have to buy tickets to her shows. But who gives a crap whether or not she's on TV for 40 seconds? And why is it any different than any other athlete who's married someone who's famous or is dating someone who's famous? Athletes and entertainers, athletes and actresses, they hook up all the time. Who cares? And honestly, if you do have a legitimate reason for caring, I'd love to hear from you because I don't get it. But feel free to tell me why it bothers you so much. Anyway, the part about the money is pretty nutso. So we'll get to that. And then also, the record TV viewership for the first three rounds of the NFL postseason. 
And no, it's not because of Taylor Swift. She's not in every game. She's only the Chiefs games. <laughs> up, 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 up. It's pretty crazy. So find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. Can anything stop the NFL? That's the question. On our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, if you haven't yet voted for our TD of the week, we'll let you hear those candidates coming up. And also, we have our Tom Brady poll out there. I pretty much think a lot of you are fibbing or you wish you didn't care. But at some point, you're going to tune in. It's hysterical, too, the number of people who somehow don't get that Fox and CBS don't share announcers. Like, people are saying, swap them out for Tony Romo. Well, he's got a contract with a different company. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) It'd be like taking two high-profile actors on two different movies and just swapping them out. Like, what's the difference? Holmes should just play for the Niners next week. Who cares? Swap them out. Take a different uniform. Yeah, Fox and CBS don't actually share announcers the majority of the time. Every now and then you get one that crosses over and it's a special contract. Like, for instance, O.J. Billis has one of those contracts where he does games for CBS, but he also does games. His parent company is, or his his contracted company is ESPN slash ABC. Um, so, yeah, just that's kind of funny. But anyway, bigger picture, even as we think ahead. One week from today, we will be on the road again. Now, I did shows from Houston around the holidays, but this is different. And actually, it's a first time for Jay. Even as it's my first time to Las Vegas, it's Jay's first time traveling to Super Bowl week. So it's been a long time coming. We have not been to the Super Bowl as a show since Miami 2020 couple of months before the whole world shut down. And as I say, I've never been to Sin City. I've never seen it in person. So this will be all new for me. Super Bowl 58. One week from tonight will be our first show in Las Vegas. So again, on Twitter, A-Law Radio. On our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Our phone number is 855-212-4227. If you would like to volunteer and tell us why you can't stand seeing Taylor Swift on TV cheering for her boyfriend. But see, no one's going to actually show up, stand up, and say, I can't stand it. If she actually, like, did something personally mean to you, I, I, would, I would love to hear that. That would be an incredible story, but I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> but what we hear, actually, is that behind the scenes, she's altruistic, she's kind. One of the reasons why her fans love her so much and why they're so devoted to her is because she actually does take time for fans and again, I, I don't know her personally, and I wouldn't spend the kind of money uh, that people spend for her shows. But if you choose to, that's none of my business. And I just don't get why she makes people angry. What's the big dealio, yo? Who cares? And, and, and anyone out there angry about Simone Biles being on TV? Like anyone at all? Nah. Maybe Brady fans got tired of seeing Giselle or hearing about Giselle after they had split up. But otherwise, what I just don't get it. Next question. Thank you. But if you would like to show up and tell me why it makes you so angry, is it because you're jealous of Travis Kelsey? That might be the reason. Be honest. That could be the reason. (laughs) 
Definitely a play. Definitely in play. Also, it's the Hump Show, which means you get to ask Amy anything. So send your questions to Twitter or Facebook. It comes up in a couple hours. We're not there yet. So please be as creative as you can possibly be. Uh, Let's see. Next hour, live from the Bay Area, we'll talk Warriors. We actually have an all-season, and there are many reasons why. But the Warriors did come up with their fifth win in their last 15 games. Uh, They're still on the outside of the playoffs looking in. And and I know it's January, so why are we talking playoffs? Uh, But their last two losses have come by a single point each, including that double overtime defeat against the Lakers on Saturday night. We'll have a chance to talk about the team with Dre's return, but also the devastating loss of their assistant coach uh, following their game tonight against the Sixers. And by the way, Joel Embiid, got hurt again. I know he was playing hurt, but he left the game with injury. So there's a lot happening. 855-212-4227. One week to Super Bowl. Boom! It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's a Touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Touchdown! Takes it himself to the pylon. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Cut. Touchdown. Made a guy miss. He's inside the five. He's to the three, two, one. Tom Stubbs. Feather something into the end zone. Touchdown. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The Detroit Lions. Lions now from the 42 of San Francisco. Goff's going to work out of the gun with Montgomery to his right. Three receivers to the right side. Goff takes, fakes the give, goes on the end around. That's Jamison Williams. Williams inside the 40 to the 35. Cuts it back to the 30. Jamo inside the 25. Jamo inside the 20. Stays on his face to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. (laughs) Jamison Williams weaving through traffic. Frank Ragnow with a big block, and Jamo takes it to the house. The Baltimore Ravens. 5.15 to play in the opening quarter. Ravens trail 7-0. Zay Flowers and OBJ split wide to the left. Lamar takes the snap. 
Chiefs rush five. Lamar swings out of a sack. Backpedals. He's at the 45-yard line going deep. He's got a man open. Touchdown, Ravens! Zay Flowers with a spectacular grab after Lamar invades the sack. And we are an extra point away from a tie game. The Kansas City Chiefs. Hands on his knees is Pacheco. He'll get it again behind left guard. Trying the line, pushing, pushing, touchdown! Kansas City! The Ravens defense has only averaged giving up 16 points a game this year. The Chiefs have 14 if they get the PAT in their first two drives. The San Francisco 49ers. Purdy sends Kittle in motion right. Purdy out of the shotgun, drops a couple of steps, going to take a deep shot to Brandon Ayuk. It's the flag. Oh, he caught it. Caught. Ayuk caught it out of the air. A flag is also down. Did Ayuk score? He got touched down on the two-yard line. McCaffrey runs around. Purdy pressured. Purdy throws. Caught by Brandon Ayuk. Touchdown! San Francisco Ayuk. Ayuk is on fire! Do you think they practice that? <laughs> I do, I do. Our TD of the Week poll is still open. Jay, we need to practice something like that. We took one touchdown from each of the games and then each of the teams, right? Okay, we know that typically your TDs of the Week do not come from losing teams. So the teams that finish runner-up, trying not to be loser about it. Uh, but in this case, because we have four slots and uh, because there were four teams, it, it fit perfectly. And I actually voted for Detroit. When Jamison Williams muscled his way into the end zone for 42 yards, I thought, oh, my gosh, Detroit. Stand freaking up, Detroit. Anyway. You, You're back in the dumpers again. I know. I'm so sorry. Dan Miller on Lions Radio. Jerry Sandusky on Ravens Radio. Mitch Holtis on Chiefs Radio. And then Greg Papa and Tim Ryan in concert on Niners Radio. And Jay cheated because he actually put the 51-yard reception off the helmet and the face mask of the defender before the touchdown. So if we're going TD of the week, I really kind of think it's unfair. You loaded the ballot box, if you will, by putting the 51-yarder in there. But Ayuk gets credit for all of that. Ayuk! Ayuk! Ayuk is on fire! And and here is Jay once again trying to sway you in a particular direction. Uh, and so, go to our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. Now, pinned to the top of our show Twitter is our question about Tom Brady, which is magnificent. Um, but... If you're looking for the poll, TD of the Week, I just retweeted A-Law Radio. It's also on our Facebook page. Many of you commenting uh, from the peanut gallery. That's what we get. We get comments from the peanut gallery. The Tom Brady thing is taking on new legs, right? And I have, uh, I have enjoyed reading some of your reactions, though. I think you guys are way oversensitive, more sensitive than Greg Olson. Greg Olson's a professional athlete. He understands how it works. There's no such thing as not losing your job to injury, not losing your job because you're a veteran, not losing your job because you cost too much money, not losing your job because somebody is better than you. But also, he's not the best quarterback ever to play football. That's Tom Brady. 
I get that you all love Greg Olson. I do too. I think he's really good at the job. He's going to keep working. But that seat was always Brady's. Greg Olson was never supposed to be in it. And when he did get the gig, he understood. He would be there until Tom Brady was ready. In fact, you guys may not realize this. He was actually willing to sign up for one year. A lot of people thought Brady would go right from the field to the broadcast booth. So when he retired and chose to take a year off getting ready, Olsen got to keep the gig an extra year. But initially, when he was put in that spot, it was thought it would just be for one year, one season. He's going to keep working. He's done a great job, which means he's going to get other opportunities. Don't feel bad for Greg Olson. He got the chance to do that job so that he could market himself until Tom Brady was ready. Greg Olson's just fine. And the number of you that tell me Brady needs to earn his chops, so six Super Bowl rings are not enough. Being the best quarterback that we've ever seen is not enough. You need him to earn his chops as a broadcaster. Stop it. The types of hoops that people lay out for others that they would never jump through themselves. My goodness. Do you not pay attention to broadcasting at all? Number one, it's a lot of times about who you know and and, and where you've been and who you are more than it is about what you know. <laughs> Number one. Number two, Brady is not an unknown commodity. He's not. We hear him. We've been hearing him for the better part of 30 years, for heaven's sakes. Or, okay, 25. But he's he's got a show. He does interviews all the time. He's constantly on with Peyton and Eli. But he yeah, he's he's a good talker. He's smart. He's intelligent, and he can give us a perspective that nobody else has. We're not going to get Peyton Manning. So Tom Brady wants to move into broadcasting. (laughs) You guys have such extraordinary demands for your NFL quarterbacks (laughs) and your retired ones. 855-212-4227. Kurt is listening in Wisconsin. Kurt, do you have a problem with Taylor Swift? Uh, I don't actually have a problem, but I got a couple of explanations of why she is so disliked. Mm-hmm. If that's okay. I mean, I might laugh at them, but okay. Well, I don't think you'd want to laugh. That's okay. Um, <clears throat> one is... Um, of course, there's a ton of jealousy out there. There's insecurity that uh, a woman of her age can be so successful and so liked by so many people and listened to by so many people. And, of course, you always have to consider um, the fact that she actually says something political that a lot of people are going to have problems with because... Okay, He's I don't care what her politics are. Them. Okay, right, I yeah, get that. And neither but, do I. And okay. neither do I. But, but that just, has nothing to do with her being shown on TV for 40 seconds. That's definitely the thing. I mean, you can show a lot of people for more than 40 seconds, and nobody's going to say a blessed word. <laughs> just, just out of curiosity, said. can I ask you a question, Kurt? When you say successful for her age, what does that mean? Um she's probably she's probably signed above so many other people that you know we're in the entertainment business and everything else but they never achieves her level of success at her age i mean they really had to be 
around so much longer oh, gotcha. before okay. they ever got ever got to her level. Okay. I mean, she's at, she's at a mega level that mm-hmm. you know, top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. So everybody I know likes her. Everybody I know wants to go see her. Cool. So I'm just like, great. I'm like, wonderful. I just can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, Kurt. You and me both. I got you. No. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 855-212-4227. That's our toll free line. Uh, Marco Belletti is... You know, he always waxes poetic. He's got wisdom and experience and knowledge and all those things. <laughs> okay. Plus, he's he's got kids. Although, I guess your oldest son, what is he, 10? Nine. Nine, okay. Your daughter is, is too young to be a Swifty. Yeah, she's and, only three. And your son is not a Swifty, based on what you told me. Uh, no, he actually can't stand Taylor Swift. But that's at be- nine. Yes, because every girl in his class loves oh, Taylor okay. Swift. All right, gotcha. So I think that's the nine-year-old boy. Yes. Hates everything that the nine-year-old girl likes. Got you. Okay. Yeah. But can you mm-hmm. explain, understand, figure out why people get so incensed by seeing her on TV for all of 40 seconds in three hours? People are miserable. <laughs> it's See, really I knew as simple you would as cut that. right to the chase. It's really as simple as that. That's all it is. Look, there, there is some of the, you know... Unfortunately, how divided everything is with the politics. There's part of that, but it's mostly the fact that people just don't like to see um, successful people happy. That's bottom line. We just don't like to see. We don't like to see anybody happy. Never mind if you've got money on top of it. You're a billionaire and you're smiling. No, 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 no. I, I, I can't handle that. That's that's unfortunately that's most of us. It's kind of icky. Yes, because we suck. <laughs> So does that mean you don't want to see me happy now after all these years? Well, see, uh, that's the problem with people. And this is the same thing with people always say that to me. Like, how come you always say you don't like people? I don't. I don't like people. I like an individual person. Individually, when I talk to people, I usually like them. But when you round up a whole (laughs) bunch of people and put them in a room, now automatically I don't like you. That's usually what happens. I think all of our brains kind of go into that realm. So if you sat somebody down with Taylor Swift in the same room, they would love her. Of course. And they would be bowing, basically. They would be all falling all over themselves. Put her on TV, hate her. We suck. (laughs) So that is Marco's expert analysis of what is wrong with our society. Uh, yeah, I don't really get it, but I would. Uh, there's probably a, a level, a modicum of jealousy, a level a of, of, of oversaturation, too. Except, I mean, that really happens with anybody. I mean, it happened with Tom Brady as well, right? It happens now with Patrick Mahomes. It, mm-hmm. it happens with, I don't know, name an athlete that people are tired of hearing about. Steph Curry. Just after a while, people feel like, oh, LeBron James is a great example. People feel like they get shoved down our throats. Mm-hmm. Except... You see when they're on TV, when they're going, you know, they're they're at a particular stadium or in her case, when they're doing a concert, people pay buku bucks to be part of it. So and the worst part is when we get away from it, like we're seeing the end of LeBron Mm -hmm. and everybody polarizing. Everybody's got they either love him, they hate him, you're all tired of it. Wait for two, three, four, five years after he retires. Everyone's going to tell you how much they love LeBron. You're not going to hear a bad word about him once. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like Kobe, right? And he's a little bit of a different story. But even before he passed away, there people, once he retired, people 
yeah. no longer saw him as divisive. Right. No longer saw him as controversial. All of a sudden, he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. But when he was playing, you either loved him or you hated him. I despised him until the end of his career where I felt like he the injuries changed him as a person. And he was a kinder, gentler, a little more gracious. He wasn't quite so arrogant. But I couldn't stand him when he played. And and then by the time you know he got back to family and he became more of a businessman and we got to see and hear a different side of Kobe I felt like I appreciated him more but yeah you're right about LeBron Uh, people right now either love him or hate him there's no in between I mean Charles Barkley when he was playing uh, he was polarizing you either loved Barkley or you hated him and most times you hated Barkley now he's probably the most beloved I don't know television person that we have why he says the things that other people can't say (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's part of it, but it's also the fact that, again, w- when you're in the middle of whatever you're doing, when you're at the top, mm-hmm. we want to hate. Once you're not doing it that's anymore, gross. then all of a sudden it's like it's now it's yeah. now it's waxing poetic about the nostalgia of our, our youth because we see ourselves younger when we see you because we remembered you playing and we were at a younger age. That's that's it's really it's messed up. It's very philosophical, uh, very psychological. Like I said. And I go back to it. Marco's and there's so really deep. no there's Way no better way to say it. We suck. <laughs> and then As a that. people, we suck. <laughs> All right. Do you agree with Marco Belletti? That's the question now. On Twitter, A Law Radio, on our Facebook page, mostly just vote for TD of the Week. Take our Tom Brady poll. Send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. Coming up, the Warriors win their fifth game in their last 15 tries. Are they on to something? (laughs) Also, if you're brave enough to explain why you hate seeing Taylor Swift on TV for all of, you know, two seconds at a time, I'd like to hear from you. Yeah, I suck. (laughs) 855-212-4227. We are just getting started. It's the Hump Show. You are listening to the... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. After Hours Podcast. Beverly with the ball. Guarded by Wiggins. Screen set by Embiid. Beverly takes advantage, drives in, but Draymond closes the gap, blocks the shot. Curry gets it to Kamega. He goes in and goes over the head with a dunk. Comes out in the right corner, chased by Embiid, and Harris finds Wiggins up top. Pass over to Kaminga on the wing. Takes the shot with one and hits a three. Big shot for Golden State there. 104-95. Curry step back. Three off the dribble. Hits another one. Curry's been fantastic tonight. He's got 33 points. Curry second. Free throw is good. 117-105 Warriors. 37 for Curry. Eight rebounds. Seven assists. 
outstanding game tonight. Getting you to the good half of your week. It's the Hump Show on After Hours. It has been a tough season for the Golden State Warriors. They're still four games below 500. They are only 500 at home, and that includes the victory over the Philadelphia 76ers just a few hours ago. And from listening to the radio, Tim Roy with the calls there on the Warriors radio network, 23 of their last 38 games are on the road. So, as they face an uphill climb to get into the play-in tournament, forget the actual playoffs, this is not going to be easy. Now, these are still championship athletes, a championship core, guys who are held to a higher standard because they're the Warriors. Steph Curry, Draymond Green is back. Klay Thompson was out tonight because he's sick. But Andrew Wiggins had 23, and Jonathan Kaminga is starting to play really well, which has become a story. They have a massive hole to dig out of. The Western Conference is not easy. Being on the road, not easy. They caught the 76ers with a bunch of injuries, and then Joel Embiid left late in the game. We'll hear from Nick Nurse coming up. But I still enjoy watching them. And I do think they enjoy a good challenge. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Top of the hour, we will welcome a new guest to the show. Sam Gordon covers the Warriors for the San Francisco Chronicle. uh, And we'll ask him about the state of the team. Because this was just their fifth win in the last 15. But also because they've gone through a lot personally with the death of their assistant coach. And it happened at a team dinner, so it was right in front of all of them. And also incorporating Draymond back into their locker room and back into their lineup. And, yeah, regardless of how long he's been there, there are new pieces in Golden State, and they're just kind of getting used to each other again. If we can find a way to not fail, get stops, um, use, obviously, the speed at those three positions, physicality, athleticism, you know, it makes our offense a little bit easier. We gave up a lot of offense rebounds in the first quarter, but once we settled that, our offense fed off our defense. And you see J.K. getting run out layups. You see Wiggs operating in space. Me and Draymond getting into you know pick and roll situations. Um, so it just it's if we can play bigger than our size, then it usually you know works in our favor. That's just the challenge on a nightly basis, depending on matchups and and who we're facing, that all five guys are working together defensively. A lot of second efforts, um, you know, some deflections, some loose balls. Uh, J.K. dove on a loose ball, uh, fourth quarter that led to a a layup and a timeout. I thought that was a key play. Um, I thought Wiggs was was everywhere. Um, Raymond put the uh, box score from the Laker game the other night up here, so I don't know exactly what happened um, in tonight. Did we win? Okay, thanks. Um, Brett Winkler would have had the right um, box score up here, but, you know, that's – I just got to live with a guy that's here. 
He had a big smile on his face, did Steve Kerr, as he said that. He was ripping, I guess, the guy who doesn't normally put box scores up on the table. Uh, they're missing their normal SID, their communications director, sports information director. And so he has the wrong box score in front of him. I actually watched this live. Uh, and he said this is the box score from Saturday against the Lakers. <laughs> He's just trying to look for how many points Andrew Wiggins uh, Do we had. win? Okay, thanks. <laughs> But he does have a big smile on his face as he said it. You hear a bunch of them post-game, Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, even Draymond Green mention Jonathan Kaminga, right? He had 26 points, seven rebounds. He, he was 11 of 19 from the floor, uh, trying to find that confidence. And he says, actually, that it's a credit to Draymond Green. And listen to what he calls Draymond as he talks about these kind of little pep talks that he gets from Dre. It's always great to have the the leader uh, of the team uh, giving you guys that type of confidence. And it's not like we lost it. It's just uh, every other day, no matter if we have confidence or not, he's always there. It was uh, helping me out, me and Wiggs at the same time to just tell us to keep going no matter what. He calls Draymond Green, quote, the leader. I heard an interview with Andrew Wiggins, again on Warriors Radio, following this game, in which Wiggins said to Tim Roy, he's the mastermind of, of defense. He's the mastermind of offense. He said both of those things. The way the world sees Draymond Green on the outside is not the way that they see him in the locker room, how he works. And he certainly does have plenty of confidence to go around, including Jonathan Kaminga, the, the guy they call J.K. You want to know what I tell him? There's nobody in the world that can stop you. And then he believe it. And he go and show that there's no one in the world that can stop him. Um, I think trying to, you know, show him different things when, thing, when, when the opportunity presents itself, uh, you know, but yet also not over-talking to him, you know, not making him think about everything. All players don't need to think about everything. That's not everyone's role to think about everything. <laughs> I think for me, I try to uh, show him different things that I know or that I pick up on that he can possibly pick up on and, and that'll make a difference for him. But I'm not going to sit here and act like, man, J.K.'s playing great. It's all on me. Like, he put the work in. He's a hype man. That's what Jonathan Kaminga called him, a hype man. And right now, the Warriors are hyping up the Niners, and there were a bunch of them in attendance. I heard Tim mention George Kittle was right there courtside and was interacting with some of the Warriors. And in the tunnel after the win, Steph was on Warriors Twitter talking about the lift they got from the NFC champs. Need everyone that we can get. Got the 49ers in the building, showing that uh, NFC championship love, going to get that Super Bowl. Maybe inspired us a little bit. Let's go. This is uh, a team that definitely needs a little encouragement and confidence and hype. What did Steph Curry tell us not that long ago? I don't remember if it was a week ago, maybe a couple weeks ago, that they were lacking in confidence. Like he actually felt like, or maybe it was Dre that said it. Do you remember, Jay? It was one of those two that the Warriors were lacking confidence. And that that was why. They kept blowing big leads. That's why they're so inconsistent. Uh, so if they need some confidence, having the NFC champs into house, 
that will certainly help. It was actually Steve Kerr. Oh, it was Steve Kerr. Yeah. My fault. I mean, I could just keep guessing. A few I weeks suppose. ago, yeah. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, this is a post on our Facebook page. A little hokey, but never has the media fawned over a mere girlfriend who is so recent she hasn't even been proposed to and is not being featured because she's a wife or member of the family. She's being featured because of her professional talent having nothing to do with being married. I mean, having a sportsman as a boyfriend and and who we don't give a plug nickel will last any longer than any of her other boyfriends. Wow. Sounds personal. We, he's speaking for the world, would have no problem if she was being displayed, even a famous girlfriend of a famous player, but her being featured and displayed because of her fame, having nothing to do with her newest boyfriend being a football player, has no place using her fame to distract from the player and game we turned in to see. So for me, no Super Bowl TV. Oh. Oh, I suppose Travis Kelsey hates the fact that she says a distraction from his football, you know. Stinks. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.